Hey guys, welcome to Story Mori podcast. This is Kranti. In this podcast episode, we are going to know about Indian Rishi Vedavyasa. Vedavyasa is the legendary author of Mahabharata, Vedas and Puranas, some of the most important works in the Hindu tradition. Vyasa is also called Vedavyasa. Veda Vyasa means the one who classified the Vedas. His other name is Krishna Dvaipayana, referring to his dark complexion and birthplace. The festival of Guru Purnima is dedicated to him. Guru Purnima is also known as Vyasa Purnima, the day believed to be both of his birth and when he divided the Vedas. Vyasa is considered one of the seven Chiranjeevis. Chiranjeevi means long-lived or immortal, who are still in existence according to Hindu tradition. It is said that Veda Vyasa did the expansion of God Vishnu. He was the expansion of God Vishnu who came in Dwapara Yuga to make all the Vedic knowledge from oral tradition available in written form. Vedavyasa was the son of Satyavati, adopted daughter of the fisherman Dusharaj and the wandering sage Parashara, who is credited with being the author of the first Purana, which is called Vishnu Purana. According to the Vishnu Purana, Vyasa was born on an island of the Yamuna at Kalpi. According to legend, in a previous life, Vyasa was the sage Apantaratmas who was born when Lord Vishnu uttered the syllable Bhu. Since birth, Vyasa already possessed the knowledge of the Vedas, the Dharmashatra, Shastras and the Upanishads. Vyasa was the son of sage Parashara and great-grandson of sage Vasista. Vyasa acquired his knowledge from the four Kumaras, Narada and Lord Brahma himself. Vyasa is believed to have lived on the bank of Ganga in modern-day Uttarakhand. Shantanu and Satyavati, who is Vyasa's mother, had two sons named Chitrangada and Vichitravirya. As per Vishnu Purana, Guru Drona's son Rishi Ashwadhama will become the next sage, Vyasa, and will divide the Veda in 29th Mahayuga of 7th Manam Manvantara. The word Vyasa means split, differentiate or describe. 18 chapters of Vyasa's Jaya constitute the Bhagavad Gita, a sacred text in Hinduism. Mahabharata is structured as a narration by Ugrasrava Sauti, a professional storyteller to an assembly of rishis who in the forest of Naimisha had just attended the 12-year sacrifice known as Saunaka, which is also known as Kulapati. Vyasa is also credited with the writing of the 18 major Puranas, which are works of Indian literature that cover an encyclopedic range of topics such as myths and histories. Vyasa's son Shukha is the narrator of the major Purana, Bhagavat Purana.
the yoga bhashya a commentary on yoga sutras of patanjali is attributed to vyasa a grand temple in honor of sri vedavyasa has been at his birthplace in kalpi orai uttar pradesh in india that's all about vedavyasa today this podcast tries to cover important basic information about indian rishi vedavyasa without going deep into the subject Thanks for listening. Have a good day. Hey guys, welcome to Story Mori podcast. This is Kranti. In this podcast episode, we are going to know about Indian Rishi Marichi. Rishi Marichi was the mind born son of brahma and one of the saptarishi marichi means ray of light marichi is the father of sage kashyapa sage marichi is the grandfather of the devas and asuras sage marichi is the founder of vedanta Saptarishi, a Sanskrit Vigu, meaning seven sages, are the seven rishis who are extolled at many places in the Vedas and Hindu literature. Sage Marichi is one among them. While earlier texts do not mention Marichi as one of the seven rishis, references can be found in the epic Mahabharata. Marichi like some of the other sages followed the path of worldly duties denouncing total renunciation Dharmavrata was one of the many concerts of the sage Marichi The life of Marichi is known more by the account of his descendants notably by the works of sage Kashyapa Marichi is married to Kala and gave birth to Kashyapa. Sage Marichi is believed to be formed out of the sustained energy of the Hindu god Vishnu. Sage Marichi is believed to have officiated the penance of Brahma at Pushkar found in modern day Rajasthan, India. Marichi is also believed to have visited Bhishma during Mahabharata when he was lying on the arrow bed. Marichi is also quoted as the advisor of young Dhruva to pursue austerities. Sage Marichi is featured in multiple Hindu scriptures like Brahmanda, Purana and the Vedas. Krishna in the Bhagavad Gita says, "Of the Adityas I am Vishnu, of lights I am the radiant sun, of the Maruts I am the Marichi, and among the stars I am the moon." In Jain scriptures Marichi was the son of Bharata Chakravartin who after many births was born as 24th Tirthankara of Jainism Mahavira That's all about says Marichi today This podcast tries to cover important basic information about Indian Rishi Marichi without going deep into the subject Thanks for listening have a good day
Hey guys, welcome to Story Mary podcast. This is Kranti. In this podcast episode, we are going to know about Indian Rishi whose name is Atri, A T R I, Atri. Atri is a Vedic sage. Atri is credited with composing numerous hymns to Agni, God Agni, God Indra and other Vedic deities of Hinduism. Sage Atri is one of the Saptarishi, means seven great Vedic sages in the Hindu tradition. The fifth mandala, that means the fifth book of Rig Veda is called the Atri Mandala in his honor. Atri Mandala consists of 87 hymns and are attributed to Atri and his descendants. Sage Atri was mentioned in the Puranas also. Atri was mentioned in the Ramayana also. In Mahabharata too, Atri was mentioned. Sage Atri was married to Anasuya Devi. He had three sons who, whose names are Dattatreya, Durvasa and Chandra. Sage Atri is believed to have originated from the tongue as per Hindu literature. The wife of Atri was Anasuya who is considered one of the seven female Pativratas. Sage Atri is also associated with various ages, the notable being in Treta Yuga during Ramayana when he and Anasuya advised Rama and his wife Sita. Atri and Anasuya were also attributed to bringing river Ganga down to earth, the mention of which is found in Shiva Purana. The Atri hymns of the Rig Veda are significant for their melodic structure as well as for featuring spiritual ideas in the form of riddles. The Vaikhanasas sub-tradition within Vaishnavism found in South India near Tirupati credit their theology to four rishis. Rishis means sages. The four rishis are Atri, Marichi, Bhrigu and Kashyapa. Atri Samhita mentions rules of conduct aimed at Brahmins of the Vaikhanasas tradition. The Vaikhanasas continue to be a significant community in South India and they adhere to their Vedic heritage. That's all about Sage Atri today. This podcast tries to cover important basic information about Indian Rishi Atri without being going into the deep into the subject. Thanks for listening. Have a good day. Hey guys, welcome to Story Mori podcast. This is Kranti. In the podcast episode, we are going to know about Indian philosopher Kannada. Kannada is also known as Kashyapa 
Uluka, Kananda and Kanabuk. Kanada was an ancient Indian natural scientist and philosopher. Kanada founded the Vaiseshika School of Indian Philosophy. Vaiseshika School of Indian Philosophy represents the earliest Indian physics. Kanada was estimated to have lived sometime between 6th century to 2nd century BC. Kanada means atom eater. Kanada is known for developing the foundations of an atomistic approach to physics and philosophy in the Sanskrit text Vaiseshika Sutra. The school founded by Kanada explains the creation and existence of the universe by proposing an atomistic theory applying logic and realism. Kanada is one of the earliest known systematic realist ontology in human history. Kanada suggested that everything can be subdivided but this subdivision cannot go on forever and there must be smallest entities which are called parmanu that cannot be divided that are eternal that aggregate in different ways to yield complex substances and bodies with unique identity a process that involves heat and this is the basis for all material existence if viewed from the prism of physics kanada ideas imply a clear role for the observer as independent of the system being studied kanada's views were influential on other schools of hinduism kanada's ideas became closely associated with the nyaya school of hindu philosophy kanada system speaks of six properties which are known as padarthas that are nameable and knowable the vaiseshika sutras mention competing schools of indian philosophy such as samkhya and mimamsa but makes no mention of buddhism multiple hindu texts dated to the 1st and 2nd century such as the mahavibhasha and gnana prasthana from the kushan empire quote and comment on kannada's doctrines kannada's ideas are also mentioned in buddhist texts attributed to asvaghosha of the same period in jainism literature kannada is referred to as sad uluka which means the uluka who propounded the doctrine of six categories physics is central to kannada's assertion that all that is knowable is based on motion kannada says that the atom must be spherical since it should be the same in all dimensions kannada asserts that all substances are composed of four types of atoms two of which have mass and two are massless Kanada presents his work within a large moral framework by defining dharma as that which brings about material progress and highest good. 
Canada and early Vaiseshika scholars focused on the evolution of the universe by law. Canada was among the sages of India who believed in man's potential to understand existence and reach moksha on his own without God. In the fifth chapter of Vaiseshika Sutra, Canada mentions various empirical observations and natural phenomena such as the falling of objects to ground, rising of fire and heat upwards, the growth of grass upwards, the nature of rainfall and thunderstorms, the flow of liquids, the movement towards a magnet among many others. Asks, he also asks why these things happen, then attempts to integrate his observations with his theories on atoms, molecules and their interaction. Canada proposes that Paramanu or Atom is an indestructible particle of matter. Canada suggested that atoms as building blocks differ both qualitatively and quantitatively, while Greeks suggested that atoms differed only quantitatively but not qualitatively. That's all about the Indian philosopher Canada today. This podcast tries to cover important basic information about Indian philosopher Kannada without going deep into the subject. Thanks for listening. Have a good day. Hey guys, welcome to Story Mori podcast. This is Kranti. In this podcast episode we are going to know about indian historical king ajata shatru ajata shatru who as per historians was rule had rule in india in 492 to 460 bc or early 5th century bc was a king of Haryanka dynasty of Magadha in East India. Ajata Shatru was the son of King Bimbisara and was a contemporary of both Mahavira and Gautama Buddha. Ajata Shatru forcefully took over the kingdom of Magadha from his father and imprisoned him. He fought a war against Vaji which was ruled by Lichavis and conquered the Republic of Vaishali. Ajata Shetru followed policies of conquest and expansion. Magadha under Ajata Shetru became the most powerful kingdom in North India. Ajata Shetru is the inventor of two weapons used in war called Radhamusala and Mahashila Kantaka Radha Musala is a skyted chariot and Mahashila Kantha Kantaka is an engine for ejecting big stones on enemies The Samana Phala Sutta which is a Buddhist literature states that Ajata Shetru visited the six teachers to hear their doctrines and at last visited buddha ajata shatru is also known as kunika the ancient inscription in government museum mathura 
refers to him as Paidehi Putra Ajatashatru Kunika. Ajatashatru Kunika, the son of Vaidehi. The story of Ajatashatru is found in the Tripitaka of Buddhism and Jain Agamas. According to Jainism, Ajatashatru was born to King Bimbisara and Queen Chelna. Buddhist tradition records Ajatashatru being born to Bimbisara and Queen Kosala Devi. The feud between Ajatashatru and Lichavi clan during 484 to 468 BC led to defeat of latter. Ajatashatru conquered the Lichavi of Vaji with the help of his chief minister Vasakara. Ajatashatru managed to split the Vajis and also broke the Chetyas inside. Ajatashatru moved his capital from Rajagriha to Champa due to death of his father. Ajatashatru had 500 wives, but the principal concert was Princess Vazira. Ajatashatru had a son named Udayabhadha or Udayabhadra. The account of Ajatashatru's death differs widely between Jain and Buddhist traditions. The Uvavai or Aupapatika Sutta, which is the first Upanj, uh, which is known as a Jain Agama, written by Jains, throws light on the relation between Mahavira and Ajatashatru. The Uvavai Sutta has detailed and an illuminating discussion on Mahavira's arrival at the city of Champa. The honor was shown to him by Ajatashatru, the sermon given by Mahavira in Ardha Magadhi language, etc. According to Buddhist tradition, the Samna Phala Sutta deals with his first meeting with the Buddha, where he realized his mistakes with his association to Devadatta and planned to kill his own father. According to Samna Phala Sutta, during this meeting, Ajatashatru took protection of the Buddha, the Dhamma and the Sangha. Ajatashatru also was present in the first Buddhist council at the Sattapanni caves near Rajagriha. Whether Ajatashatru was a Jain or Buddhist, both texts accounted for him as a devotee of the respective religions. That's all about Ajatashatru today. This podcast tries to cover important basic information about Indian historical king Ajatashatru without going deep into the subject. Thanks for listening. Have a good day.